everybody to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. It's not raining anymore. It's not raining. It's a very beautiful day out. It's been raining all week. Uh, but no, it's nice now. Yeah, for It's a once. shame that we have to be inside. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. That's why, that's why we do it. Yes. I wanted to bring you guys inside. You could have been outside doing anything, mm. but I wanted to keep you inside. I don't, such a beautiful day. I don't go outside. I don't, I don't even know. like going outside to get in my car. Like, I know. No. Well, we're in a post-E3 world now. That's right. Have you guys had time to like ruminate? Ruminate? Yeah. Ruminate about uh, the things that uh, came out of it? No, because like we talked obviously a lot last week. Uh, if you haven't listened to our E3 wrap-up show, episode. Yeah, not with two and a half. But there's a lot of stuff to like go over. And as I like, kind of sat back and really thought about it and thought about the show as a whole, I realized that there wasn't a lot that I was excited about. No, not no. In, especially compared to last year. Like there was a yeah. lot of stuff last year where I was just like, oh, I can't wait for this. And this year I was like, there's like two things. And part of the reason I think is something that we're going to talk about in a little bit as to why I think I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, but just in general, the things that got announced were not even like we talked a lot last week about how spoilers, quote unquote, beforehand really like ruined the experience, especially for, like, for Xbox. Yeah. And um, I don't think it was necessarily that. It was just nothing really jumped out at me as being anything that was new enough or different enough or engaging enough where I'm like, oh, man. You know, in years past, I see something like, oh, man, that like I can't wait for that. Like, I can't wait to play that. And there wasn't really a lot of that this year. Yeah. No. It's no just a lot no of like, Jimmy's were rustled. No, there's a lot of sequels, more of the same, you know, some some new stuff that got announced, but it's like, okay, you know. I wonder if this is just an effect of like being on the cusp of a new genera- generation of consoles where like there's new stuff will be coming and because of that like stuff is slowing down i think that's what it is like all the all the really really big games that people will be working on are going towards the next generation console stuff and they can't really tell us anything about that now so like we're kind of just getting the like tail end dregs of the the end of a generation but see here's the thing too like at the end of the ps3 and 360 generation there were those games that are like this is the pinnacle of what these systems can do and they're coming out right at the end like i'm wondering is like, is Death Stranding the pinnacle of PS4? Like, is Last of Us 2 the pinnacle of PS4? Like, are these these games that we know are coming, and that's the pinnacle of this generation, and then we get the next generation games and, and, and that stuff next year? Well, I don't know, because I was thinking about this, and I'm like, how much more can they do at this point? Yeah, I don't, I mean... I, I, th- I have a feeling this is something I think about, like, every time a generation ends, yeah. I'm like, it can't yeah. get any better than this. Well, I thought that in, like, PS2, and then God of War 2 came out as, like, a last-ditch PS2 game. You're like, oh, the PS2 can do that? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, in terms of what the next generation of systems are going to oh, be. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm having a hard time picturing that the PS5 and the next box will be drastically different than what we have right now. Yeah, because there's As no... of right now, the only thing we ever hear about is, like, solid-state hard drives and 8K. Yeah. So it's like, all right, so it'll load faster and look better. Uh, grab, not that, like, look better, but, like, it'll look clearer. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even know, like, what 8K can do that's drastically different than 4K at this point. Just clearer. Yeah. Just, just better. Yeah. More Ks. Really yeah. was what it's about. So how many days you know, can you get? I think like is is just that it is it is the next generation of stuff just going to be like okay we can't really make better games in this point I, like graphically style like 
I don't know what else you can do. I feel like a lot of it's going to have to do with not necessarily what can you do or what can you make it look like, but like draw distance will be increased. You can put more enemies on the screen. Things like AI can be improved with newer, you know, faster processors and all that. You can do more of the mechanics in games to make them better, but those don't sound as buzzworthy as 8K solid state, you know, X amount of RAM, X amount of hard drive space. Ray tracing is like the next big thing. Yeah. So like it's those little things where you you may not think it's a big deal until you finally see a thing that has that and you're like, oh. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Like there was a point like when 360 was out where when the Xbox One was, you know, coming down the pipeline and I was like, can video games get better than the Xbox 360 at this point? Yeah. I always kind of like do that in my head where I think like, yeah, I can't get any better than this. And it does. But I do feel like this is where the point of a generation where like everything looks so fucking good now. Yeah. Well, and the thing is that like when PS3 or um, and 360 were coming out, you were at least getting like, okay, we've got Blu-ray and HD DVD. So there's like an increase in the medium in which we can put games on. And then when PS3 and 360 or like or when, you know, Xbox One and PS4, it's like, okay, now we have, we figured out online. Now we can make like whole online ecosystem. We can make online gaming better. And so there's like little things that I guess we don't think about where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense that we can do stuff like that. I mean, even the PS4 and Xbox One aren't huge jumps over the PS3 and 360. Graphically, yes. And like, you know, powerhouse wise, yes. But really the games that we're playing are the same Mm. for the most part. Like we're still playing Call of Duty, playing Halo, Gears, like all that. Like people are still playing the same types of games, but they just look better and perform better. So I think it's going to be that, at least for the beginning chunks of whatever the next generation is. Yeah, and even then, like, talking about that, I'm still more excited about things coming out on the Switch than, like, most anything else. So it's not like graphics really are the biggest thing. Yeah, it seems like, you know, from all consensus across all of the different, you know, media outlets and Twitter and all these different things that people thought Nintendo won E3. Oh, they, yeah, easily. And, but they did and they that even there an underpowered console mm-hmm. and just like a bunch of games that people want to play. Yeah. I mean, I, Microsoft came out this week uh, and Phil Spencer said something along the lines of like, we're focused on games. Like we're not necessarily focused on how many hardware units we move. We're focused on games, which is which the is, smart way to do it. Especially considering how, when the Xbox one launched, it was all like, Oh, you can watch like, it, yeah. it was it was a media system. It wasn't a video game system. It yeah, was, you can play. It was all about picture in picture football in the corner and like yeah. you can do all these different things. And they're all like, talk about like movies and yeah. television and everything was like the big focus of their E three the back on the like the first year of yeah, the yeah. Xbox. And they said one. that straightening up like starting the the Scarlet announcement. The first thing they said is like with this new console, the only thing we're worried about is gaming, or yeah. like the number one thing we're worried yeah. about is gaming. And then he like stopped, and that was the only applause <laughs> through the whole thing. People were yeah. like, finally, stop yeah. making this like the entertainment console. It's a video game console, especially considering that like everyone has a million other things for yeah. the entertainment. Like everyone's got Chromecasts and uh, Fire Sticks and or just their Roku TVs are just smart straight ass. up. Yeah. yeah, Roku. Yeah, exactly. Smart yeah, TVs. Well, and like the last two consoles that Xbox have done, they've tried to do that. We're like the 360 and Xbox 360 is it's going to have everything to do with your whole entertainment right, system. Right, your whole world is going to revolve around it. Yeah, and then the one in Xbox One is this is the one machine you're going to need in for your living everything. room for everything. Yeah, it's going to stream. It's going to... You run your TV through it. You turn that on and you'll have access to everything else. Everything will go through this box to go here. Uh, and then they were never like, but your games will also go in there. Now they're like, okay, your games are going in there. Mm-hmm. It's a game. It's a games machine, guys. Sorry. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox is for This games. is what we're here for. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not necessarily just for like TV and stuff. We also mm-hmm. have games. So that's a good like, you know, road to take. But it shows that Nintendo has been focused on games with the Switch since it came out because they're underpowered. And yeah, it's a gimmick of sorts, but at least they're trying and putting out good games. So that's what people care about. Yeah. And they're so. only a video game company. The other two have other options to go off to. True. True, true, true. Although they're they're dipping their toe in the movie business, that Nintendo. So we'll see what... And the theme park business as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got that Mario Land coming to Universal at some point. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that since they announced it, but... I'll, to I'll take be a down look for that when it's set up. Yeah, I like absolutely. If I go to Mario World and Universal, 100%. And then I'll go to Star Wars at Disney World. It'll just be like... A big adventure. Yeah, exactly. Well, be the best thing ten year old me could ever have imagined inside <laughs> of thirty five year old me's body. It'll be great. I can't wait. Uh, but speaking of games and how much we like games, uh, Joe, what have you played this week? No games. What? <laughs> I just had this whole setup about how we all love to play games and no games. You uh, of all people, no games. No, I, I haven't had. I haven't played anything this week because I've been too busy watching something this week. Oh. Something video game related, but actually. Yeah. Right, what have you been watching? Uh, I recently got into uh, the Common Rider franchise, mm-hmm. and for people that know, Common Rider was basically the precursor to like Power Rangers. Yeah, I think you talked about it a little bit last week, or maybe that was just sitting. Here. I think we were talking about yeah, it, yeah. but I don't think it was on the podcast. Um, but I was, and it's uh, it's been going on since 1971. Yeah, uh, it is just like I said, just like Power Rangers, where, like every season is a completely new cast and like a new plot and a new setup and everything. So yeah. there's 50 years in two years. So yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um. Uh. And uh, I was sitting there. I was like, uh, I was like, I want to get into this. I want to start watching this. So I like looked online. I was looking for like, is there a good place to start? And because it, they're all really pretty self-contained, everyone's just like, yeah, just pick one that looks interesting to you. Yeah. Um. So one of them, one of the more recent ones, uh, I think it was from 2017. So the one from three years ago, uh, was video game focused. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'll I'll give that one. That sounds like a good place to start. Yeah. Those so, are things you like. Yeah. So I started watching Common Rider. It's called a uh, uh, X Aid. Um. And uh, it's a video game themed one, but it's also a like doctor procedural drama. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. It's what? Uh, it, yeah, it's the a... latest series, uh, Ultraman, was the same thing. Ultraman X or the previous. And uh, they were it, like doctors also. It, but it's also Cross, not X. So it's Cross Aid. Hence, yeah. hence the. Uh, no, it's EX Aid. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, Ultraman X was Ultraman, like the letter X. No, no, cross. it's EX Aid. Oh, okay. EX Dash Aid. Um, but yeah, it's it's about like a doctor who's an intern. He's just started working at a hospital, and uh, he finds out about a uh, virus uh, created from bugs in video games that infect people. Uh, and then right. he has to transform into a mass superhero uh, to fight the viruses that infect people. Because eventually the viruses mutate and they turn into a giant monster, and then he has to fight the giant monster, and then it'll turn into like a smaller, more standard Power Ranger monster. Yeah. Uh, and then he has to fight that. And if he can't kill the uh, virus, uh, the the patient dies. Oh no! <laughs> Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I fucking love it. It's fucking fantastic. What so was that? It... What was that DS game that you were a surgeon? This this sounds like that. Remember that game? Oh yeah. Um, shit. What was that called? Where you had to, like, fight off the viruses inside the body, and it was, like, oh, all the like, touchscreen stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. No idea. Damn Emergency it. something. Oh, fuck, yeah. No, those are, I mean, they made one for the Wii also. I remember there was a bunch of Wii, like, hospitals, but that's just because, like, you had the Wii remote, and you could, you know, that's your scalpel, and the nunchuck is your, like, force. Yeah, there was, a, there was a Wii one of that one as well, of yeah. that series. They made a bunch of them. Trauma Life, Center. Uh, Life Science. 
surgical unit, and then yeah, trauma center was the same thing. Life science was the first one. Yeah. Huh. Um. But uh. Yeah. So like, it, it's part like doctor drama where he's like consoling the patients and stuff. And so is it like, more ER or more like more ER Grey's Anatomy or more like Scrubs? More like Scrubs because because okay. like ultimately these are all like shows for kids. Yeah. So I'm like wondering how goofy is it or is it like no you're gonna die. But like. You. The um, kids shows in Japan are very different from kids shows in America where they, they do deal with a lot more adult like themed things. Like people do die in the show. People do die kind of brutally. Um, <laughs> at one point, uh, a bunch of people are gunned down uh, uh, by Pac-Man. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> wow, I just... What, how does Pac-Man shoot? He doesn't have arms. Uh, well, Pac-Man didn't actually do it. Uh, his henchmen did. Also, not true. There are versions of Pac-Man with arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Smash he's got Brothers. the big red uh, boxing gloves and yeah. the boots. All right. It's the one where he has like the nose. Yeah, yeah, he's got legs and everything. Uh, no, but like literally, fucking Pac-Man is a villain in it at one point. Uh, Doctor Pac-Man. Did Pac-Man leave? Did Miss Pac-Man leave? And that's why like, he flipped out. Is that what happened? Uh, he's no, he's, really... he's infected by the virus. Oh, uh, so it's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Uh, the diso- disowned Pac-Man now. But, like, literally, it's, there's just a scene where, like, a bunch of guys come in with machine guns, and they start gunning down people in, uh, in, in a lobby of an office building, the place where, like, the, they make the video games. That's awful. And, like, Pac-Man walks in, like, wearing, like, a lab coat. It's, just, it's a dude with a Pac-Man helmet on. Uh, like wearing like a, a doctor's lab coat and he's Dr. Pac-Man he's evil Dr. Pac-Man and he releases a Pac-Man virus that flies around and it's like fucking little Pac-Man flying around like eating people and shit and I'm just good like lord. I'm like good lord this is kid shows in Japan are brutal <laughs> yeah you can barely handle it uh, but then like also like you're right it is like scrubs like like the, the main guy uh, the main common writer guy like he's a klutz and he's always falling over and tripping over himself all the time and like it's a lot of like wacky stuff and of course like the costumes designs are all over the top and goofy um, but it's just it's fucking it's hilarious it's great I love it I'm super into it are there any common writer video games that you've been looking out for there's a, a bunch of common writer video games um, none of them have been released in America no uh, and like none of them have uh, English translations at all oh so it'd be pointless for you to go out and try to buy like a bunch of old NES SNES versions of these games because you wouldn't understand them i mean they also got like ones for ps4 like one just came out in, oh, on really? ps4 yeah uh there's actually a, a, a series of um common rider like dynasty warrior games oh cool which um, those ones i'm sure like you don't really need to know what's going on yeah. in dynasty warriors game you just run around and wreck people yeah just put the subtitles on and have john translate for you <laughs> john read it yeah you're <laughs> just saying you want to hang yes, out with sir john i don't want to play your game but i just want to read it to you yeah <laughs> you were just saying you want to hang out more that's I heard that. He well, Sekiro's that. He done, so we're not friends anymore. That's, yeah, yeah. You need something new to bond over, and that could be it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, because John likes you, Joe. I like you too. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Um, well, speaking of games that John plays, John, what did you play this week? Uh, I bought uh, Bloodstained. I can't remember the subtitle because there's a Ritual of the Night. Ritual of the Night. Um, and like instead of Symphony of the Night, it's Ritual of the Night. Yeah, well, and instead of uh, Circle, Circle of the Moon, it's Curse of the Moon. Curse of the Moon, yeah. Because I, I keep they're all messed up. So it's a it's a um, not a Castlevania game because it's not Castlevania anymore. It's actually gone by Egovania. 
yeah. Well, no, he didn't start it though. Yeah, it's a Metroid. Yeah, but Metroid like it, it even it. says it on the back, like it's like like genre of game. It's like it's an Egovania game because it's Koji Igarashi, like uh, or Koji Igarashi. Um, but yeah, it, nice it's, try, box. <laughs> it's great. It's uh, it's pretty much um, Order of Ecclesia, uh, but not, and also like self-aware. So like some of the enemies are ridiculous. One of them is a giant unicorn cat that like looks like a picture of a cat with a unicorn horn on that slashes you and shoots fire at you. Uh, and then one of them is a dog head that's chained to the ground. Like, but and I, one of them's fucking shovel knight. Yeah, <laughs> one of them's shovel knight. Uh, there's a there's coins that you can get in the game. You can buy them or you can find them. And it's an 8-bit coin, a 16-bit coin, a 32-bit coin. And they unlock specific weapons. And one of them is called the uh, encoded blade. And then underneath it, the description's all in hex code. And if you use the cipher that is, uh, uh, like, uh, I can't remember what the cipher is, but there's a cipher for it that's relevant. Uh, it pretty much is a, it's a lightsaber. Hmm. Like, it says, like, a pink saber made of light that helps you, like, fight wars in the stars or something like that. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, I guess for the people that don't, like, really know what this game was, it was um, the guy who created uh, Castlevania Simply the Night. Yeah. Um, and then, like, subsequently all the Castlevanias after that. I don't know if he worked on Castlevania before that or if that was his first one. Probably. Yeah. Um, he, in, in the same kind of vein of what happened with the, um, Mega Man and Mighty Number no. 9, uh, he couldn't make Castlevania games anymore because Konami owned the rights to it, mm-hmm. uh, but, like, that was his thing that he made, so he yeah. went to Kickstarter, uh, or Indiegogo, one of them, and did, like, a, a crowdfunding campaign to make another game that's the spiritual successor kind of thing to, yeah. uh, Stampede of the Night, um, and it was like widely successful Kickstarter, obviously, because people have been waiting for something like that for a long time. Because I don't even remember when Order of Ecclesia came out. That was like the last Castlevania game. I mean, that was a regular DS game, so a yeah. long time ago. It will not count like the 3D ones that they did. But people have been waiting but those for side scrolling Yeah, those were sequels to the uh, the uh, 360 games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people have been waiting for something like that for a long time. And unlike Mighty the Number Nine, this one actually turned out good. Oh, <laughs> and people nice. were happy. Yeah. Because people were not happy about Mario Number 9. No. no. But then eventually, at least after that, we got more Mega Man games. Yeah. Uh, whether or not this will spark Ka- uh, Konami to actually make like more Castlevania games again, Well, they we'll just put see. out the Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night like 2-pack. So I think that also could be a catalyst for it as well. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. Because so far, I've heard nothing but great things about this game. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's exactly Order of Ecclesia. So, like, you kill the enemies, you get their shards, and it, like, gives you this weird animation where she stabs herself with this giant shard. Now she has the power of that thing. But, yeah, like, so just like the um, Dawn of Sorrow and... Yeah, I mean, all the 3DS games, or the regular DS games, like, you got the abilities of the enemies that you picked up. Mm-hmm. That was, like, a big thing of it. Um, but it's, like, also, like I was saying, it's self-aware. There's a bunch of, like, goofy stuff in it. There's chairs all over the place you can sit in for... I can't figure out a reason. Yeah, he's a... Uh, uh, Just for a rest, Igar- you know? Igarashi? Yeah. Uh, he's, like, a goofy guy in his own right. Yeah. So I think this is, like... Uh, you know, he's not working with somebody else's property. Like, now he can be as goofy as he wants to be. Because he's not, like... He doesn't have Konami going, like, Oh, you can't fuck around with Castlevania. It has to, like, remain serious. Now yeah, he's no like, chairs. Okay. Yeah. How so, dare you? So, yeah, there's chairs all over the place. And then there's an enemy chair that, like, if you sit in it, it'll actually drag you off to, like, places that hurt you. And then it, like, giggles as it goes back. Um, and then chair. if you kill that enemy and get its shard, it says, like, oh, you can summon a chair, dot, 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 for some reason. And then, like, you can just, like, summon a chair and just sit in it. Like, that's the power. Use up your MP to summon a chair to sit 
I mean, you're running true. around, you're fighting all these monsters, you get fucking tired. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just need to take a breather. That's you know what I'm saying. Just like a little respite, you know? Just yeah. like sit down, maybe put your head down, just like, you know, decompress for a second. I mean, nowadays my knees aren't as good as they used yeah, to be, yeah. you know? Well, it's got to be super That's stressful. That's why you're playing fighting. video games. Yeah. So, and it also if you like hold up on the D-pad, she like strikes a pose and then she'll strike another pose for, again, no reason. I was a... When I was playing Spider Man, I forgot about the like walk around button in oh, Spider Man, yeah, yeah. where you could just be like, "Hey, ah, how's it going?" Oh yeah, yeah. give people high fives people. and dabs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like point at them and stuff. Yeah, but um, there's also uh, a bunch of side mission stuff. So like, this is unlike the other games where like the other games are pretty much just go and like clear the map. This one has like a a home element to it. So like, you go back to your the house and there's like a woman there who wants you to go avenge everything that's ever been killed in her life because there's like a million of them. Um, harsh life and then you go back and you you kill x amount of beasts and she gives you something and then there's like a cooking element as well there's like an old lady who sits there and she's never eaten anything apparently um and you have to go and like get the elements for the food to make the food to give to her but then if you eat one as well it uh modifies your stats like permanently per one stat so like there's like omelets on there and like cookies and stuff and a bunch of japanese stuff they did something Mm. similar in um portrait of ruin Castlevania, yeah, where like you had like a like your little base of operations where like you can find people and then they would like set up a shop and then they would like give you certain quests to do or yeah. something like that. Yeah, they had something similar to that in Portrait Ruin. Yeah, so like I like that there's uh, other elements to the game other than just like playing through the clear map. And then there's also one dude who keeps getting lost. You give him like a an escape rope or it's not an escape rope, but whatever the the item is called. The teleport item. Yeah, and so you the first time you give it to him, you like. If they it were says like library cards in Symphony of the Night, um, they're called Waybacks or Waybacks in this, and it says like think about the place you want to be, and it'll it'll take you there. So you give it to him first, and then like he like disappears. And she's like, I hope he found his way back, but no, he just keeps teleporting around the the, the map, <laughs> and you find him a second time. He's like, I can't get out of here. She's like, Think about the village, the one you grew up in. Here, take this. He's like, I hope it works, and she's like, Well, sure, hope it works, but no, he just keeps bouncing around. So. It's it's funny, um, and it's I put like nine hours into it, and I'm only a third of the way there. Like Damn. for for the map uh, uncoverage, like it gives you the percentage. And I'm like thirty six percent of the way. Oh, 30. I thought you said a th- uh, three. <laughs> no, a third of the way there. Oh, so he did say that. I heard him. In my mind, I just went like three percent. Wow. Yeah, you, that's you a lot didn't. for nine hours. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's great. A little one for nine hours. I couldn't recommend it enough. It's only forty bucks. So, like, if you think about this as, like, buying a DS game, but just one that looks nicer. Yeah. I, uh, the PlayStation 4 version came out this week. Switch version comes out next week. Yeah. So, I'm waiting for next week to play it. Make sure you update it before you play it, because I figured out what the, the glitch thing was. Oh, Pe- you just didn't update the game? People who play it before updating it get to a point in the game where there's items that require you to get to certain places, but the chests are somehow already opened. Uh. Um. And then the only way to do it is to start the game over with the new update, but you have to start the whole game over again. You can't convert your your save over. So they were saying like people who have the Switch, like now you know about it, so update it the second. First thing I always do is yeah. update a game. Anyway, I mean, most people do, but yeah. if you like don't have online connection, like if you take your Switch and you're oh, somewhere else, if I brought it to like work with me yeah, or something, yeah. it was yeah. hooked up to anything. Yeah, if you go buy the game on your way to work, yeah, yeah, don't update it first. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like don't get too far. At yeah, least. but. No, it's it's great, and then I'm I'm just biding time for Tuesday for when Judgment comes out. Mm-hmm. So well, hopefully I'll have time to beat it before then. Technically, Judgment's already out. 
I'm well, the physical copy of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't realize. We saw it the other day in the store. I'm like, yeah, it's out now, John. Are you excited? Like, it comes out in like 12 hours. And he's like, no, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. in the PlayStation Store. Yeah, it's just it's available yeah, in digitally. the PlayStation Store yeah. digitally, but it's it'll come out physical on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. I don't remember a lot of games doing that. No. Yeah. Especially that many days early. Normally, it's like, oh, you can play it like the day before or something. Yeah, like, like sometimes it'll be like if you buy the like gold edition of yeah. something, it'll be like, oh, you, and you can play, play four days earlier. Yeah. yeah, but this is a different game. This is a game that's been out for months in Japan already. So like, the, it's not like it's taking them time or anything like that. They're like, what? Well, it's already no, it's done. It's, it's already ready. done. Yeah. Like you might as well buy it now if you want it digitally. You can have it early. True. Yeah. Why not? It's not hurting anything. No. But yeah, that's the only thing I played. Nice. What about you, Adam? Oh, I'm I'm in Joe's camp. I played nothing. Oh, I said I said we're a gaming podcast, and I, only one person played video games. This listen, week. that happens from time to time. But I uh, like as you guys know, we changed studios. So, you know, we moved places, and I set up the studio this week a little bit more by putting away all of my pop figure and action figures, and I think it looks quite nice. But it was very time consuming and very cumbersome to open all of them and put them out and figure out where they're going. So I was just doing like house stuff. Like, I had a bunch of clothes I had to put away, so I just, all of my time this week was put towards that, or, like, I helped my dad move a washer, like, last week, so, like, just random moving house-type stuff took up all of my time this week. Did you count how many pops you have? I already know how many pops I have, and it's over 300. Oh, you have, like, an app or something? Yeah, I have an app. Though I'm behind on the app that I probably should have scanned some before I put the boxes away, but... I'll just have to go through manually and check. I know which ones are newer and which ones probably need to get inputted uh, versus which ones I already had inputted. But at last check, it was over 300. That is a lot. It is a lot. And it looks like a lot when they're all out here. But this is the first time I've ever been able to display them all. So like, I'm pretty happy with the way that it turned out. Because as you guys know, in the old office, it was just yeah, they were in boxes. stacks of pop boxes like on the ground. Uh, and then when the stack got too high, I would put them in a box to like get them out of the way because I just didn't have the room or the no. shelves or whatever for them. So all right, that 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 fucking Green Goblin is staring directly at me. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's looking up right into your he's eyes. Looking he's looking right at like, me. He's like leaning a little bit. I think his head he's... is tilted back and he's looking up at me, looking longingly at your your with a giant grin on his face. At least it's not like because there's a little one in front of that one. At least that one's not looking at you too. Because then it would be like a mom and like daughter, or like a mom and kid looking directly at you. Uh, and it would don't be... talk to me or my son ever again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just be like, and it, the second like they're staring at you, but then the second you look at them, they're like, "What the fuck are you looking at me for?" How dare you? So yeah, Joe's taking a picture right now. Joe, you should put that up on the on the Twitters of you getting stared at by a creepy action figure. Just, just it's gonna. They're not you. action figures. No, no, no. Well, no, they're bobbleheads. They're, yes, I can't, can't call them legally call figures. them action figures because I'm sure someone would get mad at that. Yes, for legal purposes because they are they are bobbleheads. You're right, but no, that's uh, unfortunately all of my time was taken up by that this week. So by the time like I was done, I'm just like I don't want to play and I just want to sit. But you have stuff coming out next week that you're excited yeah, about. Yeah, well, like, I, I want to go back and put more time into um, Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. I want to, like, actually give that more of a shot. Because I know if I don't try it again soon, it's just going to be a thing I never touch again. Like um, everything Joe plays. Um, mm-hmm. Crash Team Racing came mm-hmm. out yesterday, uh, so I'm excited to get that. I just, again, I'm still unsure of where I want to get it. I probably want to get the Switch version. I probably want to get it digitally so I don't have to remember to bring the card every time. Because yeah. that, like, that's a game where I'm not really going to play it a lot by myself. I'm only going to ever really play it with other people. I have so many Switch games that I bought for that. And I was like, but I never have anyone to play with. <laughs> yeah. 
But like I have friends. You just have John. Yeah. Sometimes, if you guys have the same. Right. Only when we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Exactly. Otherwise, no. It's it. You're alone and forever. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but no, so like that. That's out. I'm gonna be playing that at some point this week. Uh, and then Mario Maker comes out next week, so yeah. oh yeah, super jazzed for that. And then like a couple weeks after that is Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. So I've got a very booked summer in terms of games I'm super excited for. So it's okay to have a week off because there's going to be a lot. Like next week I'm going to talk about probably three games. So yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, feel feel okay having missed a week. I was very productive otherwise this week. I got a dartboard coming on Monday, so that'll be a game that I'll have played. <laughs> set that up. <laughs> Technically a game, yes. Yeah, dart alley downstairs, so that's fine. I'll be setting up all the retro systems downstairs this week, so like so everything's coming together. And I was in the same vein. I was playing with a Rubik's cube today. That's <laughs> or not today. This week is that a is that a toy or is that a game? Or it's a, it's a puzzle. It is a puzzle, but are puzzles games? Oh. Let us know. Twitter <laughs> at Broken Clock Pods. No, they're not. This is like puzzles, game. puzzles and game store. There's two different things. You wouldn't say books and magazine store because technically they're the same thing as well. I yeah, but people would do say books and magazine stores. Mm, I don't I've never think heard puzzles that. are games. I think puzzles are a task. They're just fun. Yeah, puzzles are. Uh, but if there's a challenge to it, activity, it's a game, right? yeah, like a hobby, no activity, activity. But that's the thing. Like, if there's a challenge difficulty to a puzzle, does that not make it a game? Cooking is a challenge, but it's not a game. Cooking is not a challenge. Cooking is easy. You just throw things together and you make it. Yeah. Okay. Cooking's an activity. <laughs> open, open restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So, like, puzzles are they activities or are they games? Let, let us know. Let what us, you think. Yeah. Let yeah. us know. Clock pods. Are yeah. puzzles activities or games? Either way. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, that'll do it for what we've been playing. Uh, thank you, John, for contributing to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to jump Glad right in. I can provide. Yeah. We're going to jump right into the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, where we're starting things off with a three, because why not? <laughs> we didn't get enough coverage last week. There honestly was some things that we didn't talk about. Uh, some of that has bled over into the news this week. So we're starting off uh, with some E3 news. GameStop came out with a list of their most pre-ordered games as a result of E3. Yeah. So we figured discuss that a little bit, kind of see where the pulse of gaming news is uh, with regards to, uh, to E3. Say that again? Can we guess the top? Yeah, do you guys want to... I, I haven't told you guys what, yeah, yeah, we, we what it honestly is. Don't I know. know what it is because I read the list. But okay. I'm going to guess wanna, Do you want to guess? Or, hmm? I'm going to guess number one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cyberpunk. cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah it has cyberpunk to be. Cyberpunk is number one. Uh, no. Whoa. Oh, Both really? Wrong. Yes. Uh, you're actually... I, this list... I, okay, so I'm wondering that is this just as of like games pre-ordered the week of E3? This is games pre-ordered post E3. The most games pre-ordered post E3. Because that wouldn't take into account then all the people who had pre-ordered Cyberpunk before E3. Yes. Right? Okay. So these are new games, probably new announced at E3 games? No, it's just everything pre-ordered after E3. Okay. Is Watch Dogs Legion number one? No. Wow. So... Th- is Death Stranding number one? No, no, because that, the, that the, had the no thing is okay. Me. So the thing is, the number one thing is actually something that wasn't shown at E3. Oh well, what the fuck? This whole <laughs> list is bunk now. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, everything else. Uh, okay, so we'll start at the bottom. Um, number ten was uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Refueled. Okay, or Nitro Fueled. Yeah, yeah just because it's coming out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just because it's it. coming out on Friday, yeah, let me make soon. sure to pre-order. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine was Super Mario Maker Two. Okay, again, number uh, eight was Gears Five. All right, so that's new, but but and that well, we knew about that beforehand. But that's new, shown off. Like they showed off more 
I'm more just like, wow, people actually yeah. are buying well, Gears Five. Well, last week we talked about Gears Five during the Xbox conference recap, and yeah. I was like, yeah, our whole thing was like, that? who the fuck cares about Gears Five? But apparently, yeah. enough people to pre-order it, yeah. and get it on the number ten list. Number seven, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, that makes uh, sense. That that even makes sense as to where it is in the list too. I wouldn't think that would necessarily. I would have thought it would be higher. Like, actually, it's still it's still. I would have thought top thing. four. It's but also pe- still too far away. It's super far away, and people are kind of burned out on Star Wars. Like yeah. people really hated Last Jedi. People really hated Solo. I enjoyed both of them, uh, just for you know point of order here. But um, you know, people are a little burned out on Star Wars. They have a little bit of fatigue for that, so I can understand why that drops a little bit lower. Plus, Battlefront Two yeah, people Battle the wrong way. Yeah, like the, the in the gaming fun. space, it hasn't gone well recently for them. So I get that. Uh, number six was uh, Link's Awakening. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Would have been higher if we got that damn steelbook in America. Yeah. Uh, number five is Borderlands three. Okay. okay, makes sense. Number four is Cyberpunk. That's wow, it's still low. I, I, that has to not take into account the people who pre-ordered it last Before. year. No, yeah, I think this is just like the where they were standing after E three. Yeah, like they were probably like, okay, now that E three is over, start counting like what the pre-orders are yeah, for these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number three is Final Fantasy seven remake. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I thought that might have been like an eight or nine kind of thing where it's like, especially because it's, you know. I still feel like it's so far out and like we kind of still don't know enough about it. I'm surprised that people are pre-ordering well, it. Well, it's less than a year away. It's only, is what, like March of next year, right? Uh, March remember. 3rd. Yeah. I mean, until it gets delayed until September and then delayed again until March of 2021. Yeah. That's when it'll come out. But, okay. uh Number two. I don't know how this one really counts or like where how it works. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is number two. Do they count them as just one game or is like on this list? It's Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think it's probably they're counting it as, but that seems low. It seems like it would definitely be number one if you're counting both games because no, because most like not most people, but there are uh, like probably half of the people buy it ha- only one copy. Like so, they're lumped together. I always together. buy both copies. But that's the thing: you take everyone who buys only one yeah. of both games, yeah. and then you take everyone who buys both, and that's got to be more than anybody on any other game just buying one copy of any other game on this list. Not really, because uh, there are games that are on multiple systems. This is only on one system. So think about like Final Fantasy is going to be on both of the major systems. So what is it Final Fantasy going to be on? Xbox? I thought it was just on PlayStation. No, it's on both of them, I believe. I haven't paid a lick of attention to that game, so I'm I mean, not Cyberpunk's sure. on everything, including PC. So again, like these are, you know. yeah, and that's lower. That's what I'm saying. Like, so that's lower on the list. That's why I'm surprised. Well, you can also consider this is only counting. I'm assuming um, new uh, consoles. How many people are buying Cyberpunk on PC? Yeah, that no, wouldn't be got, getting pre-order pre-order GameStop. Games. No, but you it's can pre-order still pre-order games, games on PC. Not yeah, but GameStop, through GameStop. Right, this is only through GameStop. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if you like factored in Steam into this, Cyberpunk would probably be a lot higher. Or Epic, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, number one is? Number one. Uh, and this is actually something that I thought about afterwards. I was like, oh, you know something? We never got anything about this at E3, which is kind of surprising. But it's probably because of Sony not being there. Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, no. Last uh, of Us Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh. Uh. Which would normally be shown off at the PlayStation. It would be shown off thing, at the Because they always get the... They did show off stuff. They didn't show off stuff during conference, though. There's, like, there's people playing it. Uh, but it was, yeah, it wasn't yeah. at, like, any of the conferences, though. No, but there was still news coverage of it. Like, people were like, hey, this is my impressions about Modern Warfare. 
It's just it yeah. wasn't at a conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that always gets more play because For sure. some people just watch the conferences. They don't need to read the think pieces about games. But yes, Call of Duty people are like, oh shit, there's new Call of Duty. I don't even care. I'm just gonna pre-order it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's always usually shown off at the Sony conference because Sony always gets like the the early access the early DLC, access DLC and, yep. packs and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not gonna be shown off at Bethesda. Or, uh, no, it, be shown off it would have only been shown off at PS. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because Activision doesn't have a conference where yeah. they could do it. Yeah. Huh. So uh, Modern surprising. Warfare was, I mean, yeah, but it, Modern Warfare is always the best selling game. Yeah, but I figured if they were just doing pre orders the week of E3 or post E3 week, that all of the games in the top 10 would be things that got super hyped at E3. It also got announced pre E3, though. Yeah, like, it did. The week before. Yeah, a couple weeks before, because there wasn't going to be a Sony conference to unveil it. Yeah. So that, like, it makes sense, but. You, when I think list of games, you know, pre-ordered from as a po- result of was, E3. Yeah, it was just post E3 yeah. instead of like specifically tied to E3. Right. No, but like by the fact of when you're doing the polling or when you're pulling the numbers, if it's post E3, it obviously has the E3 bump in it. Mm-hmm. You'd think that the top yeah. game would be a game Call- that had any presence at E3 whatsoever. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's Call of Duty is Call of Duty. Yeah, true. and people are excited to go back to like the Modern Warfare formula. Cool. Sure. Yeah. I mean, is there anything on this list that you're surprised didn't make the list? Again, the rules of the list are kind of wonky, so... Yeah, it's one retailer. It's also only counting new reserves. Yeah, I Yeah, know. I mean, cause that, and this is part of the problem that we talked about at the top, where there wasn't really anything new announced. So, like, I'm not surprised Avengers isn't there, because, like I said, most people didn't like it, at least the reveal of it or the unveiling of it, so I'm not surprised that's not there. Uh, Watch Dogs, I'm kind of surprised it's not on that list. I don't know. I think, I think Watch Dogs... release window. Well, and also, like, uh, I don't think the brand of Watch Dogs is that it's, powerful. It's not, but there was a lot of, like, buzz that day about some of the different things within it. Like, I'm just trying to think back to the things I saw buzz about as they got announced. I'm surprised that there's not more uh, Nintendo stuff on it, honestly. Like, I would have thought maybe, like, Luigi's Mansion 3 would have gotten a big E3 bump. Um, I don't think these are games that people pre-order. That's the thing. Good point. It's a Nintendo game. Everybody's going to And there's also like not pre-order bonus stuff Right, there's no bonus for it. Nobody's getting any early content for it. Like you can go into a store the day it comes out and get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if there was, if it wasn't a season pass that got announced for Marvel, then maybe for Ultimate Alliance. Like if it was a pre-order pack that came with a couple characters or some costumes or something, then maybe you would see a bump in that. But they didn't announce anything like that. They just had the season pass content. So yeah, I'm like, I'm not really surprised by anything. And the fact that I can't think of a game that I would be surprised by is is proof that there wasn't a ton that like was new or shocking or surprising that you'd want. I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, Mario Maker 2 made the list. Again, it's one of those things that John said where it's coming out in a week. So that's why you, you just get the pre-order in, make sure you get your copy. Because, yeah, because like, you know you're getting, getting it yeah. right away anyways. I was just saying today, like, oh, I should pre-order that. Like, I know I could probably walk into the store and get it. But for whatever reason, sometimes with Nintendo stuff... If it's not Pokemon or it's not Zelda or Mario, it's a little, like, iffy if I'm going to, like, if they're going to run out or sell out of copies because, like, everyone wants those. So, like, maybe that first day I might have to go to two Best Buys or something to find it. Well, but, I mean, I was more thinking along the lines of, like, I'm surprised that Mario Maker is as popular as it is. I still kind of think of it as a bit of a more niche thing for, like, like, you got to be a Mario fan, but also you got to be a fan of, like, the creative game stuff. Which I just kind of assumed that like not as many people were into. But like, I don't... This seems like it'd be something that's more geared towards like certain hardcore 
like well, fans of like making crazy things for sure but i love mario maker because i want to play all those crazy things because yeah, to yeah. me Other it's just new stuff. mario it's new mario levels yeah with, mario with an infinite amount before. of levels to yeah. play that's why i get it because it's just it's unlimited mario yeah whereas opposed to like i like and i don't even make the you know i don't make the levels myself I yeah, just go same. play other people's levels and it's unlimited mario so. yeah that's why it doesn't. It makes sense to me that it's at least on the list, and the fact that it's coming out so soon. I think if that wasn't coming out till next year, that wouldn't it wouldn't touch the list. But because it's coming out in a week, I think it makes more sense. Gears up being on this still boggles my mind. Yeah, that's. I'm surprised that's included. Not that anything is excluded. Yeah, I'm just like, why? No one, no one popped at that conference. And nobody cared no. when they announced. They're just like, yeah, okay, cool. I don't know. I guess it just has that like hardcore fan base that's still out there. Sure. Still like holding on to that original trilogy going like, maybe this one will be good. <laughs> yeah. They're justifying that $300 purchase of the Lancer or whatever it was called. The, the uh, gun with the, yeah, yeah. Cause they sold those props, you know, uh-huh. and everyone was like, I gotta get that. And they bought it. And then like gear sucked after that. So they're like, Oh no, it's just sitting there on that shelf as a, like mocking you endlessly. Yeah. Remember when this game used to be good? <laughs> no. Remember when people didn't laugh at you while you said you were a Gears fan? No. <laughs> it's so. the people out there with the cog tattoo. Oh, well, cool. now it's not even just like a tattoo of a game, but like that's their like the company's logo. Mm-hmm. So the company's the coalition who is the the group in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, great. Good good decision making all around from everybody. Uh, all right, lightning round. This was something that we didn't really talk about last week, just because it was part of. Uh, it wasn't part of one of the main conferences from Nintendo. It was kind of news that leaked out during the treehouse where just like somebody confirmed this, this piece of information. And that was that not all Pokemon are going to be available in Pokemon Sword and Shield, especially at the outset, maybe ever. Uh, they're limiting the number of Pokemon from previous games. So not all 900. It's over a thousand now. Is it over? Oh, well, with... it will be over a thousand with yeah. this game. So they're not going to have access to all 1000. And they kind of clarified that a little more this week with uh, this week's piece of news. Uh, yeah. So uh, in an interview with uh, Famitsu, uh, the game's the director, um, people asked him, you know, about why is it not going to be all of the Pokemon in this one? Yeah, and people were, people were mad. Yeah, I mean, like, initially I was like, and the fucking tagline is gotta catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't catch them all anymore, but... Yeah. Uh, well, no, yeah. if you've caught them, then you, then you got them. Well, gotta catch them all is the tagline of the American TV show. Yeah, that's what everyone knows, though. Yeah. and where do you think we are? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the tagline of the franchise. It is to me. It's just the tagline of the American TV show. I feel like I saw them on the cards back in the day. I feel like on the back of the cards it says "Gotta Catch 'Em All." Of the American cards, the back of the Japanese cards are different. Well, I don't, I don't buy the Japanese cards. I don't buy the American cards either anymore. But still, it's a catchphrase. Well, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, but uh, during the interview, he talked about why they weren't able to do it. Um, he uh, he basically said that. Uh, it's just with over a thousand Pokemon now, it's just too much of a task to be able to. Uh, actually like animate uh you know new upscaled because you know every time there's like a new iteration yeah. you need to create new models new uh, attack animations and stuff yeah. for all of them and once you get to the point where you're doing attack animations and models for over a thousand different characters in the game uh they said that they were barely able to get all of the ones on to pokemon sun and moon when sun and moon came out um so now at this point higher resolution better graphics uh, more detailed animations to the attacks um 
And also, like, considering that there's all sorts of different new mechanics in the game, uh, with, like, the new world, how now that they have the overmap thing, the Wildlands thing, where the Pokemon are actually, like, on the field walking around, uh, in order to do all of that, it just would have been, like, too great of a task. Uh, so they just had to basically cap it off and say, like, all right, there's only going to be a certain amount of um, Pokemon in this game. I call it BS. No, that makes sense to me. Especially if there's multiple Pokemon that have different movesets. Like, there's the same Pokemon that will have, like, two different movesets based on two different games that it was in. Or, like, if you teach it a new moveset from a TM or an HM, like, now you're going to have to animate that and all. So, like, one Pokemon could have a moveset of, like, 12 different moves. And now you've got to animate that for one, one times, you know, 12 times a thousand. So now you've got... 12,000 movesets for Pokemon. Well, each move doesn't exactly have a, a new animation. A lot but, of the times... But like, you still have to animate just that... jutting forward and then what happens after And then, that. like, bubbles shoot out. Yeah. All of them just kind of step forward and bubbles shoot out. Yeah. And, I mean, there are definitely some of them that have more animations to it, but not yeah. every single move needs a new, no, like, entirely new animation. Do I know that it would be a lot of work? Absolutely. Like, I'm not calling PS on that part. That would take a lot of work to do. My thing is, is that... Don't just say, no, the Pokemon can't go in the game. Maybe limit what they can do in the game, sure. Be like, hey, you can bring all the Pokemon in, but they're going to have standard movesets when we, you bring them in if they're from X game. Like, you're not going to be able to pull in this mechanic from some other game or this moveset that they've learned. But at least your, like, you know, whatever is now in the game. Because one of the problems that people are having is, is that they said that you if you transfer them into Pokemon Home, you can't take them out to put them in Sword and Shield, and so they're just stuck. So like, if you all put the ones them that they there, haven't. So you can put all a thousand into Pokemon Home, yeah. But only, only the ones that you can move to Sword and Shield, you can move to Sword and Shield. The other ones just sit in Pokemon Home. They're just stuck there. Well, you they're can just transfer like, them to a different game, just not Pokemon Home. No, no, you can't transfer them back to the DS games. No, they're just they're they're there. You can't. Take so what's them the out. point of Pokemon Home then? To get them into Sword and Shield, but if you can't get them into Sword and Shield. You're just you're hit. I mean, the, there's stuck. there's an assumption that maybe the next game, like whatever the the uh, third game, if they do Sword and Shield two, or if there's a third like standalone one, that will then have all the animations yeah. once they have more time to do Another it. Another year or two to be able to put them together. Yeah, or whatever the next games will be when those eventually come yeah. out, um, we'll have all of them at that point. There's no guarantee. But yeah, there's no guarantee. So um, I, I guess. Make sure you know the exact list of things so that you know which ones not to take out of your copies yeah. of uh, Sun and Moon or all of your other games. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I don't want to end up having them just sitting in limbo forever. Yeah. Well, and I, like, I can understand, too, the, like, the walking around part of it since it's more open world now. But if there's, game, if there's Pokemon that you don't want to put in this game, don't have them walking around the field. But if you've got something in Pokemon Home that you can then put in for just battles, then fine put those in there just for battling purposes but to lock them away or just yeah. say like we're not putting them in there that is kind of because the way that the fun. the way that it works in a lot of the other games um you have like your uh, regional index and your national index in your pokedex yep. of like what pokemons are there so like the regional ones are all the pokemon that you can only catch in that game a lot of other games would have something where like uh, you can't transfer other Pokemon from the other regions until you fill the regional Pokedex. So, like, until you catch all of the Pokemon in that world, 
um, and you fill your poker, or at least see them all. So like, it, as long you just have to fight them or like see them to add them to your poker yeah. decks. Once you fill the na- regional one, then it unlocks the national one, and at that, that point you can transfer the Pokemon yeah. from the other game into that one. Yeah, they should do it like so that. So you should have something where like, okay, the ones that you can only catch in this world, those are the only ones you can see like in the game. Yeah. But you can still transfer the other ones and at least use them in fights. Yeah, that's they don't what have, I think you should. You don't have to be able to like find a, a Charizard running around in the world no. if it's just something that you can transfer to the main game at yeah. that point. Um, so you don't have to worry worry about like the uh, overworld animations of them, and only f- focus on like the fight scene animations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I still understand the the aspect of like at that point uh, with so many games or so many ones, it would extend the development time a lot. I'm sure. Well, this is also a game that is on console now, so we you can factor in DLC into this where like. Maybe it's not available in the base game, but, but like they can, uh, update it. a month later, or not a month later, but like well, yeah. six months later for five bucks. Well, now you can add all of them. So like, it's just, it's a lot of time and they want to put it in the release window that they had initially. So they're just like, going to put it in later. Yeah. It, not, it's not patchable, but like it's DLC worthy because that's still a lot of content. Like yeah. if they were to patch the game, then that would still add a lot more to the game itself. Yeah, if you said, like, hey, the retro Pokemon pack doesn't give you the Pokemon, but allows you to then put them in, like, it unlocks the ability for them to be transferred over, but yeah. you have to pay for that to justify the the work time. Sure. Sure, do that. That would be a great solution. Yeah, also, like... But, like, announce that. You know what I mean? Like, this just seems like it's... I don't think they want to, like, promise things first. No, I know they don't, but, it, like, that just makes it a bad news item to say, like, hey, they're not going to be in here... Maybe at some point they will. We don't know, but they're not here. They're, they're locked. Whatever. Yeah. But your your suggestion is absolutely what they should do because then that justifies the the work time and the money you have to pay the developers to make all those new animations to say like, all right, here ten bucks extra per game, even if you wanted to, like ten bucks yeah. for sword, ten bucks for shield, legacy content unlock, and that you know adds. 200 new Pokemon that you can transfer in from older games. And I wonder, like, the statistic of how many people carry over stuff. Like, I used to do it on the DS games because it was a lot... Or the the GBA games because it was a lot easier. But now it's, like, super convoluted. So, like, I bet you the majority of the players, like, probably even 90% of the players just play that one game without transferring all their stuff over. No, in the more recent ones, they made it a lot easier when they added Pokemon Bank. Yeah. But but you had to pay for Pokemon Pokemon Bank, Bank, though. True. So this was the, this is their way of saying, well, now you have Pokemon Bank, so five bucks, you can transfer stuff from the all the other regions. This is your version of Pokemon Bank. Now it's easier. Now you can do it. But for the people who don't care, like I didn't play Sun or Moon just because I didn't. Like I don't really care about that. Spend the dev time to make things for this game as opposed to trying to make the stuff that's retroactive into this game and then worry about that stuff after the game's done. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't just like, um, uh, like take the animations and stuff from Pokemon Sun and Moon, and like they don't have to do like a completely new animation. Just like kind of just polish up them up a little it, bit, yeah. up-res them, and then put them in and be like, and then maybe later on patch them so they look better and more in tune with it. Yeah, because like the rigging is all there for the animations. You yeah. just have to put it into the new engine, I assume, that they're using. Yeah, because they have everything except for the new stuff, yeah. at least in full 3D models. They don't look as good because they're, ex- they're 3S games versus Switch games, but yeah. I think a lot of people would take like down-res older models yeah. uh, over nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like I feel like there was a compromise somewhere between no and 
full-fledged over 1,000 fully rendered 3D Pokemon with brand new updated animate. Like, there's a middle ground somewhere. Yeah, something where they'd be like, okay, so we got, like, whatever, how many, are, like, 100 new Pokemon that are going to be in this one. Yeah. And then, like, maybe a couple hundred more um, better, like, version quality models of yeah more like in-depth ones that they would know people would like you know you'll have your poke uh, pikachus and your eevees and your raichus yeah. and your you know this isn't that's so, like the ones that people really want and then like you have like the more kind of Obscure. less polished yeah. ones that are you know you're far-fetched and stuff yeah and, and sure. have those be like not as good model ones but still like at least in there mm-hmm. i don't know i can see it both ways like they're, oh yeah they're absolutely. probably just like well we don't want to release something that's are half-assed as well like, yeah true you know that's that's my biggest complaint about video games these days is games that are coming out and are not even complete like release a full product and i think nintendo as a company tends to do that way more than any other company too given all downloads and stuff like that are a little bit harder yeah well that goes back to your definition of what's a full product because right. theoretically all the pokemon in there is a full product and now i'm not getting that because all the other games i had all the other pokemon but it was a like an add-on you still had had other games to have those though yeah, but if you already have those and now you want this game, now in your eyes, it's not a complete new Pokemon game. It's half of a new Pokemon but game. But it is a new Pokemon game. I know. It's, it's a new region. Yeah, but so, you know, I, I understand all aspects of it. It is just kind of a bummer that it comes out and they're like, yeah, no, sorry. You just get this game and maybe some others, but that's it. Yeah, I mean, for someone like me who's like meticulously been catching them yeah. all for the last like eight game series is that they put out and I, I always move all of my ones to the newest one. So like I'm sitting there and I have my uh, Pokemon going all the way back from like Pokemon fire red and leaf green yeah. are still on there. Um, and I'm like, Oh, well like that guy that's been traveling with me for 15 years at this point. Now I've, yeah. I've had, I've had that Vaporeon for 15 years. That's not traveling with my you. It's sitting in computer, 12, Joe. But... That, that, that Vaporeon has been sitting in purgatory for, no, I use him. I have I have a whole bunch of level one hundred guys that are like my running crew. Sure, but ninety percent of them just sit in a PC forever. They just Still, fill a slot. Yeah, but the slot is filled. <laughs> I want that slot filled. That's what she said. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do many of those here on this show, but that one. That yeah, that one's like, moving on. You just said slot so many times, I couldn't I couldn't pass <laughs> it up. Uh, all right, lightning round. Sticking with Nintendo news, um, there wasn't shown at e3 at all but the rumors of a switch mini are starting to heat up a little bit because we got images from a chinese accessories manufacturer that is supposedly a mock-up that they received to be able to make grips and charging things and all kinds of stuff uh showing off a switch mini and basically it is smaller as we anticipated as the name would suggest uh no detachable joy cons at least from the mock-up image which you know, take a take it with a grain of salt whether or not you believe them. The the images are floating around, um, but it's got a full D pad as opposed to four individual buttons since you don't need it for sideways Joy-Con play since it doesn't detach. Um, other than that, nothing really different about the system itself um, in terms of like the the build quality of it. It's just smaller. So changes to the D pad. But what do you guys think about a possible Switch Mini, John? I know you're on the hunt for a Switch. Joe, you're always looking to buy the next iteration of something. So what do you guys think about the Switch Mini? I like it. Well, so my thing was that it has to have a relatable price between not having the the Joy-Cons detachable yep. and buying a Pro Controller. Yeah. Because primarily I'll probably play it docked. 
Um, so I'll, I'll need a pro controller. Yeah. So as long as it has a dock of some sort and it's justifiable buying a pro controller and the system and it's still being around the same price as a normal one or a slightly cheaper. Um, but I like the, um, the singular D-pad, not yeah, the, the four plus buttons. Sign as opposed and to, yeah. I like the other buttons being bigger as well because they don't need to justify being detachable because they're not detachable anymore. Yeah. And also, I don't know if I'm on, like, I'm on the fence about Rumble. Like, the rumors were that they're going to take it out to be cheaper. Well, the Rumble doesn't work when you have it in handheld mode anyways. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. It does? Yeah, remember, Gal Metal has the Rumble on it. When it's hooked up, though? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's not a thing I ever noticed, but we talked about this I once. Thought, I thought the Rumble sure turned and... off, like, when you when you put the controllers on the system. No, if anything, when you put the controllers on the system, it rumbles to let you know they're attached. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so at the very least, it does that. Yeah. But I don't remember if it like played a game. It's been a while since I played a game in handheld mode. So I like it. And speaking of Pokemon, it should come out. If it's going to come out, if they put it out around the same time as they put out Pokemon, it'll sell very well. Because that's what they did with the 2DS. 2DS just kind of stealth launched around when X and Y came out. And it sold really well because lots of people wanted to play it, but they don't need the 3D aspect of a 3DS. Yeah. And they wanted to play Pokemon. And Pokemon had no 3D aspects of it anyway. Well, and it would be a really good like kind of halfway point between people who are always handheld Pokemon players with DSs right. and GBAs exactly. and, and regular Game Boys. To where, like, okay, you, you're you used to going around, you're used to taking it to school to trade and do all these things. So Switch Mini, focus on portability, Pokemon. Yeah. There you, there you make go. a make a red and white one for me that has a pokeball on the back mm-hmm. yeah because you were saying it, it's got normally they put the legendaries on there and if yeah. it's the sword and shield legendary i do not care about the legendaries of these no, games they do not look good I, i'm excited for the game do not care about the legendaries yeah and i do not want weird sword mouth lion on the back of my system for dogs yeah they're dogs <laughs> dogs whatever um so i don't know like i'm i'm on the hunt for a limited switch of some sort like maybe they'll make one for um link's awakening Mm -hmm. um and if but if it's not and the mini is the way it is i i like it i'm i'm down now if the mini doesn't come out until pokemon are you gonna be okay waiting on astral chain and all these other games that you've now prepped and like i mean you can always buy them and prep of it coming out yeah well i'm gonna buy the games like there's yeah they're already pre-ordered i'll buy i'll buy link's awakening before any of that um yeah we said this last week i spent 280 dollars pre-ordering switch games yep um so i don't know like the july was is kind of like my window of like i need to know more on whether or not i'm gonna buy a system now yeah basically by the time astral chain gets released you need to know what kind of switch you're getting yeah yeah which is a month or two away. So. Yeah, because it's uh, August yeah, it's the end, 30th, I think. I think. Yeah. So yeah, July, like, please give me information around July or early August, and yeah. then I'll start worrying, or, you know, yeah. whether I mean, or not I'll buy a new system. You can always use Adam's Switch <laughs> no. in the meantime. No, I can't. No, because I'm going to be using it. Well, and also the, I'd, I'd have to make a whole new account and everything because yeah. like the saves don't go to the carts. They go to the, the account. Or... Yeah, but you can make an account. On, yeah, you can have well, multiple, you can have multiple accounts, accounts on Switch. Switch. Oh, yeah. you can? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. That's not a problem. But like, I'm going to be playing Marvel. I'm like, I'm going to be playing things. Yeah, like and Marvel is one Maker of those things I want to play as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, well you're going to be playing Mar- like co-op. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, we can play. Co-op. We're most likely all going to be playing co-op uh, yeah. Mario together, but that, anyways. But that's like that's still me playing it. It's right. going to be hard to be like you want to play, you know, twenty hours of Astral Chain. I'm like, no, I want to play more X Men stuff. Like, yeah, I want to play more Marvel stuff. Yeah, 
Sorry. Just buy your own. <laughs> no, and I do want my own system. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know you're going to get right. your own. So, fingers crossed, give me some information in July. Yeah. I mean, if accessory manufacturers have, you know, models for mock-up purposes, then it's, it could be right around the corner. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Uh, my concern uh, would mainly be, be um, like, power of yeah. it. Like, as, as long as it's just as powerful and it's not, like, made. Because originally they said, like, the original rumors was that there was going to be, like, a pro and a mini coming yeah. out. There are going to be two new consoles there now. So one would be just like the a better version of the current room, uh, a better version of the current Switch, yeah. like a better graphics system or processing powers and all that stuff. And then the Switch Mini would come out, and it would be smaller, but it would also be less powerful. Like it was something where they said like it could only play in 720p in docked instead of 1080p. Yeah. Um. I'm, if it's like a weaker system, it depends on how weak it is comparatively i would rather play in like the best i'd rather play the games in the best fidelity that i can play them yeah. instead of a, a like a downplayed one well you already have a switch though true uh that's the only thing would be like trying to if the, maybe if they uh, finagled with the online system and it was, to save and do all it was stuff. a better like way for you to be able to have two systems with one yeah. account and like move between the two of them yeah because right now that's not it's not easy. It's more cumbersome than you'd probably be willing to deal with yeah. for your games to be able to switch over. Mm-hmm. Especially if uh, if I was buying this one, it would be for portability. It would be to like bring to friends' houses and bring to work and stuff where I yeah. don't know if I could act, get a very good internet connection for like uploading and downloading save files. Yeah, um, It'd be good for Pokemon, I think, because you'd, you'd want to play that and have that with you all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's a smaller thing to take with you to work or to wherever you go. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, I have uh, every time I take my switch out dockwise, I do feel like it is too big sometimes in my hands. It feels a bit cumbersome, um, uh, especially like width wise. I think it might be a little too wide. Yeah. Um, so like this smaller one, it, I mean, it looks more like a Vita to me when mm-hmm. I look at this and I'm like, the Vita was like the perfect little handheld in my opinion. Yeah. I think so it's like a little a, bigger than a Vita, but smaller than a switch. Yeah. Probably. Um, uh, and also the, I, I always talk about the, the joy cons just always feel super flimsy yeah. to me. Like I feel like it's going to, they're going to slide out at any given moment. I know they're not, but like, I still, I'm constantly like paranoid about yeah. that. So uh, when I the little mock-up that they put out, that's like exactly in my head of what I pictured what I would want a Switch Mini to be. So yeah. as long as it's not like powered down in any way, I would absolutely be down for this. There you go. And I, I mean, I would probably still keep my old Switch because I like owning consoles. I'm just like, yeah. okay, and now like the classic one goes on the shelf, and then this one, and then eventually when the next Switch comes out, because this is Nintendo we're talking about, and they love remodeling their systems. Yeah, you're going to get the Breath of the Wild 2 Special Zelda Edition 1. Like, Something like that. Yeah. So I was looking to see, for some reason, I was thinking like limited edition consoles. The NES and the Game Boy both came out in July in America. So if they were going to like release a like anniversary because of like the mm. like... Would you buy one if it was like a Nintendo modeled Switch or a, Game, or a Boy. Game Boy version? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they're both the same color concept for the or for the yeah. most part. But like buttons will be like colored differently or something Absolutely. like that. Like in terms of that, oh, imagine yeah. if when you turned on the special Switch, like the special Game Boy Edition Switch, it's like a like green Nintendo screen. logo with a green screen, yeah. or it did like the <laughs> whoop, like the, the like whoop, kind of like when the power also. kicks in and the screen like pops in, yeah. yeah. Oh man! Hit myself mic. in the face yeah. with my mic. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. Now I want it. 
That would be Not perfect. Be perfect if you get the uh, the European no. <laughs> copy of uh, and that's what made Link's me think Awakening. of it. So I was like, oh, it's a handheld, and it's now strictly a handheld. Yeah. So it would have to be like an homage to the Game Boy, and the Game Boy also came out in July. That would be sick. Yeah, instead of like the the gray that it is now, it's like the um, lighter the, the beige. Yeah, that well, the... like lighter gray for the Game Boy. Yeah. There you go. Uh, lightning round. The Switch is not the only handheld that you can play Nintendo games on. You can also play Nintendo games on your phone. Uh, we got news about the release date uh, for Dr. Mario World, which is available for pre-registration on the uh, iTunes and Google Play stores. So you can get notified as soon as it's available for download, which is July 9th. You guys excited for Dr. Mario tenth. World? 10th? Yeah. I have 9th. Oh, I have 10th. Oh. <gasps> discrepancy i probably wrote it wrong but i wrote down 10th so did you see uh dr bowser uh yes i did i saw doctor versions of all the characters Uh yeah i like how it's now it's not just mario this time dr luigi looks good dr bowser looks great july 10th oh it is 10th now i just wrote it down wrong there you go because i just went on the itunes store to preemptively download it there you go I should probably do that myself. Yeah, I did the pre-register thing for Android to say, like, hey, as soon as it's available, just let me know, and I'm going to go download it. I tried to sign up for the beta for it, uh, but didn't get didn't get picked for it, so it's a shame. I'm excited for that, though. I think it'll be cool, especially because I think it's, it'll have, like, online and leaderboards and all kinds of stuff, so that could be pretty fun. It straight up says, Dr. Mario World, match three puzzle versus viruses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it is, but I'm, I'm excited for that. It should be should be good fun. Because no, I've never yeah. been great at that game or the, oh, that type I'm of I'm terrible game. at it. So I'm I terrible feel, at it, but I always like it. Yeah, but I feel like having it on my phone to where, like, that could be my new poop game, I could get better at it. You know, destroying viruses while I uh, destroy my insides. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, yeah, you can be, like, uh, in the uh, Kamen Rider show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I like it because uh, he is, like, themed after Mario in the show. The, the, his, like, suit doesn't look like Mario, but, like, each of the different common Riders in it, um, they're, like, themed after a certain genre of video games. Mm-hmm. Like, one person's, like, a first-person shooter-themed one, so he's got, like, a, a pistol and a rifle. One of them's an RPG, so he's, like, a knight with a sword and shield. Uh, and he's just, like, basically generic, like, platformer character, but, like... Every time they transform, things from their game appear in the world around them. And when he transforms, like blocks appear in the sky, mm. and like his weapon is a hammer that he has and yeah, stuff. He's, so like he's, he's very Mario. clearly modeled after Mario. He's Mario. And his yeah. his skill is like he can jump really high. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of jump man. There you go. Yeah, essentially. Does he punch the air when he jumps? Uh, he punches the blocks to smash them to get power ups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's Mario. That's Mario. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, so yeah, Doctor Mario World, uh, July tenth. So just a couple of weeks away, uh, get all the pre-registration done now on your phone. Uh, I just did. Lightning round. Uh, This was something we teased a little bit earlier with regards to E3 again. uh, Head of Xbox had some thoughts about Sony and their E3 non-appearance. Yeah. uh, In an interview with Giant Bomb, uh, Phil Spencer was talking about E3 this year. And uh, he said, I wish Sony was there. E3 is not as good when they're not there. Uh, I mean, competition is, like, always the greatest motivator for everything. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I mean, there's definitely, like, having at least another show, in my perspective, something else to look forward to. Mm -hmm. And really, like, uh, uh, Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation, they're the real ones we go to watch. Yeah. 
I really don't know why like Bethesda has to have a conference or Ubisoft has to have a conference because they can just show their stuff off at the Sony or the Microsoft one. It Ubisoft made... at least makes sense because they have so many games. Yeah. Yeah. And like Bethesda made sense that first year when they unveiled Fallout 4 because like no one had heard Fallout 4 was coming. It was a brand new surprise reveal. You want to dedicate 100% of the time to that and not just give it, you know, five minutes at the Microsoft conference or something. So like it made sense that year. But every year since then, they don't have enough to show off. A lot of doom. Yeah. So, yeah. And this was kind of the thing I was talking about earlier where I think this is also why I didn't enjoy E3 that much this year is because my main source of gaming is the PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, I got no new games for the PlayStation 4 announced. I got no new details on games I've been looking forward to. What about Death Stranding? I don't give two shits about it. <laughs> like I watched the eight minute trailer or whatever from a couple weeks ago. And sure. It's not a game I care about. I want to know when Ghost of Tsushima is coming. I want to know when two. last of us two is coming. I want to know if there's any other last minute surprises before the PlayStation five comes out, probably fall of 2020. And also like yeah. rivalry is fun. Yeah. Like, it's what makes sports fun. Yeah. Everyone likes to be like... Uh, and you would know, because you love sports more than anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like your favorite thing. Sports. But, like, I mean, you, I'm sure, like, who do the Bruins hate? Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Boston who do the... fans hate everyone who's not the Boston fans. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah. So, like... It's, we're a special breed of fan. Yeah. That, that's a 100%. And who does everybody... Who do all the other teams hate? Boston. Boston. Teams. Yeah. yeah. It's just the way that yeah. sports works. <laughs> but, uh, like, the, the rivalry is, is part of it. So, like, there's always the fun of, like, who won E3 yeah. is the big thing at the end. Yeah. And the, like, shit-talking of, like, oh, Xbox totally won. No, Nintendo yeah. won. Sony yeah. won. No when you take Xbox somebody won. out of it, well, I mean... Ever. Yearly. <laughs> no, last year a lot of people said that Xbox won because they showed off 65 games and Sony had the guy playing the show far. So, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And yeah, Sony had its really weird conference and, last yeah. year. Um, so, like, the fact that you take out part of that, it, it does, like, take a bit of the, the fun out of E3. Yeah. Did you hear what else came out of that um, conversation with Giant Bomb? How Scarlet's only going to be one console? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I did hear that. Yeah, there was only one console. Yeah, when you said last year he's talking about the consoles coming out, uh, he was talking about the Xbox One S discless and the Scarlet console. Oh. So that's why they said the word consoles. And he's like, let me reiterate Scarlet, and it's only going to be one console. Gotcha. Well, I mean, that's good, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we we went overboard with our predictions of what the multiple consoles could be like. Yeah. Um, But, eh, I mean... And that's not to say it's less confusing stuff later on, (laughs) especially at launch. Don't confuse people. That's what the PS3 did. It confused people. Mm -hmm. Like, wait, a twenty gig, a sixty. What's the one's backwards compatible? One isn't. No, all of them at the start were backwards compatible. Well, there was only a thirty and sixty at start. Twenty and sixty, or twenty and sixty, right? Yeah, and those were backwards compatible. And then Mm -hmm. after that, they did a thirty that wasn't. Yeah, yeah. but then after they stopped doing it, it was just that way the whole the whole time. But yeah, like I was, I was bummed that they weren't there and didn't at least have something. Like if they had at least had like a state of play, I'd have been like, oh, cool. That's I or got just, what I wanted. Or it's, just drop a bunch of trailers on YouTube. Yeah, it's well, twenty minutes. It's something. I know, but it's just I, I wanted. You know, Nintendo did a Pokemon Direct, and then four days later did their E three Direct. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought, all right, give me you know a half an hour state of play as opposed to the fifteen minute version. Like yeah. it doesn't need to be an hour and a half like all the other conferences. Just give me something. Or just like drop like three trailers like yeah. that are launch date trailers for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And 
something else. What else is coming? Last of Us 2. Last of Us, Last of Us 2. 2. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah. release date for because they did that previous. But, but yeah, they just like randomly on, on the PlayStation YouTube account dropped a Last of Us 2 trailer that like had ended with the release date. Yeah. At least that would have been something. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. You know, I saw a lot of things this week where it was like, you know, skipping E3 didn't hurt Sony. It hurt E3. Like it's Sony's going to be fine. No one's... No one's mad at them for not showing up. They're just. I mad mean, at that when life. it happened, I was like, they made the right call. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, the, I'm the one that's been saying like E3 should have died a long time ago at this point. I mean, I still like it. I still like E3. Yeah, I mean, I do too. But like, I wouldn't miss it. Or, uh, but it's a concentrated. I would, under, I would understand if it was news. gone. But it's a concentrated weekend of news, though. Like, if you had stuff just like parsed out throughout the rest of the year, you'd be like, oh, that's cool. I like all these big reviews. But now you get excited for E3. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all going to be at the same time. Yeah, but uh, like with things like State of Play and Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Like I feel like we should have more of those than have one concentrated thing. Here's the like thing. I, I still get excited for a Nintendo Direct, even if it's not at E3. Yeah. Like every three months, if they're just like, "Hey, new Nintendo Direct next week," I'm like, "Yeah." Well, can't e- wait to see what it's about. E3 is the Super Bowl of video games. So mm-hmm. like. Every week I watch football on Sunday, and every week it's exciting. And oh, there's an upset this week, and boy, was that thrilling! But like the Super Bowl, that's a that's a different thing. Like all week leading up to it, you're hearing all the different interviews, you're seeing all like the highlight packages they put together, you're seeing all the old Super Bowl stuff. Like it's a whole week thing, and then you get the game. This is I get all the conferences, I get all the surprises, all the reveals, like all truncated right there in one thing. But then I also, throughout the year, get the state of plays and the directs, and those are like the regular season. Mm. So I like having both options. I So I hope it doesn't go away completely, but, I mean, if it does, so be it. That's just the way that the gaming space is going, and, you know, we'll deal with it, and we'll still get the same amount of news and the same amount of games and stuff. And it's just going to be parsed out throughout yeah. the year. And it would also cut down, I think, on the, hey, we announced this big game, and then, oh, we canceled the game like six months later. So I think that would, because, you know, you need so much to put it in an E3 conference. Chances are some of those things aren't going to make the cut a year, you know, away. And also, also get away with the, the leak stuff, too. Yeah. Well, the leak stuff will still probably happen. It'll just be, you'll hear about it on Tuesday before the Thursday Nintendo Direct. Right, but you won't be hyped Friday. up waiting for the weekend, being like, oh, I can't wait until I hear this, but it's already been, re- like, re- revealed for me, so, eh. No, but- well, that still happens, though, because they're, you know, Sony says, hey, we're doing a new state of play on Thursday. Uh, of next week and then on monday they're like hey we just heard what's going to be in the state of play uh, it's going to be this brand true, new yeah. game because click the nature of clicks in the web you're going to get spoilers as long as there's something that could be spoiled right i also think it'd be good to like cut down on excessive hype that comes out of it where like you have to announce something at e3 even though it doesn't come out for another two years yeah well companies i think have been scaling back on that and have been at least trying to do yeah. things that are only a year away or you know maybe a year and a half Not yeah square no but it's not everybody, obviously. Right. But, uh, like, maybe cutting... Because you feel like you have to announce something yeah. at E3, whereas now you can be like, all right, it's not going to be ready for another... Uh, it's not going to be ready until, you know, December of that year, but we don't have to, like, launch it or announce it so early now without E3. You don't have to feel like you have to announce that thing, so you can, like, wait till it's a little bit closer to the release window maybe. before uh, having yeah. to feel like you're, you're required to announce it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's certainly possible. And we'll see next year, like, maybe next year with... You know, new console generation on the horizon, the next box, the PS5, whatever the next iteration of Switch is going to be. I have a feeling E3 next year is going to be the same because they're they're going to need that week to hype you up on this console. 
that's coming out in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So I think this year was more of an anomaly, but yeah, I have a feeling Sony would be back next year. Yeah, but the year, but they could see that like, hey, we didn't show up, and we didn't we only had it. to do an E three for console launch like yeah. years kind of thing, and then that's it. <laughs> so we'll, I mean, we'll see what it, what it comes down to, but obviously the landscape is changing a little bit. But I agree with the with Phil there that not having Sony was kind of a bummer. Oh yeah, good old uh, Phil. Lightning round. Speaking of Sony, uh, they waited until this week to drop some news, and that is we're getting a new lineup of uh, PlayStation Hits games that will be available for a regular price of twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have horrible red boxes. Yeah, you're gonna have your red box out there. So is you... the box red, or does it just have that red strip? No, the case is red. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the regular. I knew it was for cases. PS3, but I, I don't. I don't recall having seen any of the PlayStation. Yeah, the cases are red. No, yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, they've always been like that for other systems too. Like the PlayStation ones were silver. No, they were green. No, the cases are green always, but the Platinum Hits ones on the 360 were silver. Oh, for 360. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said PlayStation. Were they for 360? Yeah. 360 they, On the Xbox, they were silver. But no, they were called Platinum Hits games. And they yeah. were like the pseudo C3, see-through gray Oh, that's ones. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Xbox, they were like <laughs> a silver, silver, I remember. I don't remember regular Xbox at all, but... Yeah, they had their own platinum hits that were like silver, silver. But yeah, you're right. They had that like weird gray silver Guys, they see-through. They weren't silver. They're not platinum. made of silver. They were, they were platinum. <laughs> platinum. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, there's going to be five new games uh, being added to the PlayStation Hits lineup. Uh, not only that, they'll also be going down in price uh, digitally, digitally as well. Yep. Uh, so you're going to be getting uh, God of War 3 Remastered. Which I already thought was a PlayStation Hits game because that's always been $20 for like the last two years. That's the thing is a lot of these games... We're already, yeah. but that's that the way price. it's always been. Yeah. Like, even when they first started announcing, half of those were already twenty bucks to begin with. Yeah, I mean they're her- just perpetually always on sale. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn is another one of those. The complete edition. Yeah. I feel like that's been ten dollars for a long time. Well, this might be going up in price. No, it was ten dollars for the day to play, but it was always it's always, it's always, it's been always t- on sale for it's always 10 bucks. Been twenty. Yeah, anytime yeah. they do a flash sale, anytime they do anything like that, it does it does go down to like ten dollars. Uh, so God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Neo is getting it. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Seven, which I'm a little surprised by. I didn't realize that was down there that uh, much so far or so soon. Two years. I guess. Out. Yeah. And Resident Evil Two has come out. It's so always it's been around that like... price too, like twenty five, thirty ish. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one is uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Which Why is that, that one, a greatest hits? That one's the one that I looked at this list and went like, Why is that a great <laughs> anything? Didn't it's it, well, it's didn't not even just... it's not even on the picture that they put out for the lineup thing. It has uh it has some of the older ones that have already been on that, but it has like uh Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Resident Evil, Neo, and then Mad Max <laughs> instead of uh instead of e- even putting Friday the thirteenth on, on the picture for the thing. There you go. That makes yeah. sense. I can understand that. <laughs> See, I think I own. Hits. I think I own all those games already. So I mean, it was popular. I'm sure it was a hit. A lot of people did play it. Every game on that list, except for Resident Evil, I own already, and I've had this PS4 for less or a little over a year now. Well, yeah, that's their greatest hits because you bought them already. Yeah. Or they were uh, games with gold. Wasn't God of War three a games with or not games uh, with PS gold, plus. Uh, PS plus game? Yeah, it was. That's Probably. why I have it. Yeah, I think that's why I own it. Yeah, too. I think Neo also because I think I Neo I bought because it was a digital Neo I don't sale. own, so it wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's also been out two years. That came out in the like February twenty seventeen. Neo, Neo is older than that, I think. No, Neo, no, we out, do this every time we talk yeah. about Neo. It came out in that like it's right around this the launch of Switch. Yeah, really. Yeah, time frame. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because you were talking about playing it when yeah, the it was Switch Horizon came out. Zero Dawn, Neo, all those things came out like right yeah. at the same time. Hmm. 
Yeah, and I just bought Horizon Zero Dawn a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. <laughs> well, you played it for a while, though. Yeah, but you didn't uh, like it. <laughs> you played it. I clearly like it. dropped it, though. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. get very far because I didn't like it. Speaking of things you don't like, lightning round. We got the cover athlete for NHL 20. Great. Which just seems weird that all the games are now branded 20 because that seemed like a designation for like, we've been doing this for 20 years. Now it's like, it's the year, so it... I mean, they've been just like... Only for Madden 20, though. They've been like NHL 19. Like, it wasn't NHL 2019. No, I know, but like... They've other games have used twenty to denote the the twentieth anniversary. Oh yeah, of yeah. That. Madden yeah, yeah. twenty, like was Madden the 20th twenty was one. Madden twenty, yeah. Madden, was Madden twenty one. came out in like, uh, uh, like yeah, I forget when it was. You know, a few years ago, it was like yeah, the twenty seventeen. Yeah. yeah, so like that was Madden twenty, and now like the new Madden's gonna be Madden twenty as well. Like so, yeah. like twenty has always been used as an anniversary. It's weird to now think of it as like a year because everything next year will be. 2K20, 20, you know, whatever. Like, I don't think any of them are going to say 2020, but just it just seems weird to say. But uh, we got the cover athlete for NHL 20. John, you're the NHL guy here. How excited are you for the new cover athlete? It's uh, Austin Matthews. Yeah. The Maple Leafs. See, Bruins fans hate the Maple Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they hated everyone. Well, they do. Yeah. But by virtue they of the also, fact yeah. that they hate that they everyone. Are, they, they are hate, part of everyone. Yeah, they're part of everyone. always play them first in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Maple Leafs won though, right? Then they no, win the Stanley Cup. No, they didn't. No, oh. they, they got beat by the Bruins in seven games in the first round. Oh, I do. The Blues won the. Did you Stanley see Cup who uh, the the petition to put on the cover is though? No. Uh, people want gritty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I did see. Dude, that. I would no way in hell am I getting anywhere near a copy of Twenty Twenty if it's got. Or I mean, don't they also usually do like a collector edition with like somebody else on the cover? They used yeah, to, they did I mean, like a Gretzky that, one like, last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, and the, like other ones, you know, they had like the the, it's the, the legacy, Jordan like, version, the legendary you know, whatever year that yeah. Yeah. NHL was yeah, like or Shaq NFL version of NBA. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah. 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 Of NHL? Uh, no. I mean, uh, NBA. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what he, he played golf, he man. He didn't yeah. play in baseball, but he didn't play hockey. No. I mean, he might have he at could've. some point. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> not professionally, but no. I'm sure he's tried playing hockey. Let's yeah, not sell but... him short. He could, that man could do anything that he wants. I mean, like, I don't like P.K. Subban, but, like, I understand why he was on the cover last year. But, like, Austin Matthews, like, really? Yeah, you couldn't have chosen anyone else to put on the cover. I mean, is he good? I don't know anything about hockey. He's okay. I mean, he's a good player. He's not cover worthy. Well, he's newer, right? Like he's a newer prospect. Yeah, like like 2016 was his first year in the NHL. So, like, that. What member of the Bruins would you put on the cover? Because if I asked you who would you want on the cover, it would be a member of the Bruins. Patrice Bergeron. He's already been on the cover. He was on the cover in 2016. That's true. He was. Uh, I don't know. Chara hasn't been on the cover, right? No, and but they'll probably put him on the cover next year because he's probably going to retire next year because mm. he's forty-one years old. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't like I don't. The sports game doesn't have to be a member of my team on the cover for me to understand that. Like, okay, that's a good person, right? Like, like uh, pretty much every football cover, I've been like, yep, I I understand why he's yeah. on there. Yeah, like if Baker Mayfield was on the cover of Madden this year, yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah, that makes Absolutely. sense. That dude's a phenom. He did something no other person did in Cleveland football history, which was win a game. <laughs> so, like, But I Mahomes could... is on this year, and that's 100% warranted. What? Mahomes is on Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy's newer, but he's great. Like, right. I completely understand that. Not a guy for my team, but No, mine either. And I'm still like, good. Yeah. He, he deserves to be on the cover. Uh, but 
Austin Matthews? Yeah, you sent me a text, what was it, yesterday or the day before? Yeah. Like, you see Austin Matthews on the cover, and I'm like, oh, I bet you're hyped. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I'm like, all right, well, here's this video of Keenan Thompson making fun of the lightning, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> it did make me chuckle. Yeah. Did you see the uh, new mode that they're adding to the game? No. It has a battle royale mode. Sick. A hundred people. So it's it's super blood hockey, but like a battle royale version of super blood hockey. Well, it's a it's a it's called eliminator mode. Um, it says uh, I I don't know what this means. What's ones and threes? Uh, ones is one on one. So okay, it's three and three. Yeah. Oh okay, okay. Well, no, so... it's threes is one on one on one. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Which they says... had last year. That was that 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 mode. And I am awful at it. Oh me too. I liked playing it. I played like. Like, probably 80 games, but I won one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so it says 81 players are put into a survival tournament against each other and attempt to at least uh, to be the last player or, or team of three standing. But that's what threes was to begin with. Because, like, know. threes, like, if you won, you went up a tier. And then you, until you got to the gold tier, and then it was like you got knocked down. Like, it was a tiered as opposed to getting knocked yeah. out. I feel like, didn't we have this conversation, Joe, a couple of years ago about, like, what other games could you put a Battle Royale into? And, like, we're like, FIFA. You could probably make a FIFA Battle Royale. I feel like we've had that. We, we've had that conversation. Yeah. 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 Of, like, what other Battle Royale games would you make? Yeah, because you could have it with FIFA where it's, like, you got to score. Or I think it was, like, if you, you have, everybody has their own goal and you have to, like, try to score on other people's goals but not get scored on in your goal. I think that was a thing that we came up with at one point. Sounds but, familiar. Yeah. I so, mean, I'll cool. buy it when it's $25 yeah. at Christmas time like it is every year. Yeah, exactly. Because the season's halfway over with. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Well, we got some more news about the Lego Skywalker Saga game that was announced and unveiled at E3. Uh, we had kind of a conversation last week about what we thought the game was going to be like. Because the trailer made it seem like it wasn't the newer style Lego games. And it was more akin to the older style Lego games, like the original Star Wars games. Well, there was like, no no actual dialogue used at all in the trailer. Yeah. The only time you ever heard anything, it was just like standard kind of grunt noises. Yep, so we wondered, okay, is this game going to be like the newer Lego Marvels, DCs that have the voice acting, or is this going to be like the old Lego Star Wars with the grunting? Uh, it did come out this week that it is going to be a fully voice acted game, uh, so you are going to have voice acting for all of the, the game which lends credence to the fact that it is a brand new game. They're not just pulling elements of the old game or it's not a collection of the old games and new content. Uh, it's going to be fully voice acted, but they did not rule out the possibility of grunting only being an option in the future. Nice. So they didn't say we're definitely making it. They didn't say we've got plans. It's DLC. It's an update. It's just like, hey, we've heard that people do like the the old way with the grunting and you know, that's something that we can explore in the future. Something. So it was very non-committal, but also like a glimmer of hope that, sure, at some point there's a patch that's going to have grunt mode on. Yeah, it wouldn't be that on. hard to do, too. No. I mean, it's, it's just noise. It's just an audio setting. Yeah. That all you have to do. Because I think the grunts might be there in addition to voice acting. You just have to then dub in some like... Right. Like... Things to add exclamation and stuff to rather than like oh my goodness or whatever quotes you want to use from they the would movie. probably have to like resync the animation like mouth animations maybe so it just wouldn't be like them having actually moving their mouths yeah. talking but then like the grunt sounds don't like match up to them yeah um but i mean i can't imagine that'd be too hard no but that's something that a lot of people have been clamoring for because they really like that old I, style. I actually really like the old style like gibberish 
Yeah, I prefer ones. the Lego speak as well. I don't. I it's, liked it at the time. It depends but. on the game. Like um, when it comes to like the the ones that are usually based off of movies, um, it depends on like if they create new audio for this game or if they just do the thing where they just cut the audio from the movies and put them in it. Yeah, I don't like it when it's just like the cut audio from the movies just put in. Yeah, when it comes I think to Lord like, of the Rings, was just cut from the. Yeah, Lord of the Rings was just audio cut from the thing. Yeah. Um, it just seemed like stinted. Yeah, and they do like some extent with some of the other ones, like the Jurassic Park ones that had um, the the newer the new movie, not the newest movie, but um, Chris Jurassic Pratt. World, the one with like they had like audio cut from it, but also Chris Pat, uh, Pratt came in and recorded some new audio as yeah. well. Yeah. So like when you're just walking around, he'll like comment about things while playing the game. Um, when it comes to like the the DC ones and the Marvel ones, I like how they had like their own audio and their own like voice check because like yeah. it's all new stuff. Yeah, that's okay. But when it comes to just cutting out audio from already existing things, yeah, like, I don't like, like that as much. I'd rather just have the the the, the Lego talk. Lego the Avengers wasn't as good because that was just audio from the movies, just cut mm-hmm. and pasted into it. But like Lego Marvel, I like that a lot because it's telling a new story, yeah. like you said. So I think. When I first played the Lego games with that Lego speak and the you know the mumbles or whatever, yeah. I thought that was great. So I was like, oh, look at all this like emoting that they're able to do with just grunts and the characters, and that's goofy and that's fun. That's what I want from Legos to be goofy and fun. But then the second they started adding in the audio, I was like, oh, okay, this is like a full fledged game now. I kind of I kind of like it. And I got used to it. I don't know that I necessarily want to go back. But having the option to, to switch do either them. is that's the sweet spot for Lego games in the future. Is we have full voice acting, but we also have standard Lego style for whatever your play method is. Because like like we said, I don't think it would be that hard to just make a game with grunts versus fully yeah. talking, in addition to the fully talking. Right. But I mean, if that's and if that's the case, perfect. Absolutely. I'd be interested uh, because now. With the older ones, with like the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, um, I mean, I'm assuming if they're going to add audio to those, I doubt they're going to get all of the original actors together to like record new stuff. So I have a feeling it is just going to be like cutting audio from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I can think is like at least Mark Hamill came in to record all new stuff for the Lego DC Villains one when he came and did the Joker when it was all about him. So that yeah. was all new joker audio from him so maybe they can get him to come back and do some new luke lines yeah and you i mean you could take audio from like uh, from harrison ford for like lego force awakens or whatever if carrie fisher headlines from that like you could pull from there and stuff like that so you can still do some of it but yeah it'll be interesting to see what they do for obviously people that are no longer with us mm. like but what's obi-wan harrison gonna Ford's sound alive. like i know but like carrie fisher's not Alec I'm pretty Kinesis sure he died in a plane crash a while ago. He keeps trying. <laughs> He's working really hard at it. <clears throat> to the point where, like, they I think they take away his pilot's license because no studio will sign him for insurance if he's still mm-hmm. flying. So, yeah, I'm excited if they, especially if they have uh, both options. Uh, from one cartoony game to another, lightning round. So, uh, Blizzard came out and announced that they were going to be uh, putting out a new graphics pack for... Uh, StarCraft 1 Remastered, Mm -hmm. Uh, and this one is based off of animation from a uh, YouTuber called Carbot, uh, who has been making, he's been animating lots of stuff, but he uh, had a uh, StarCraft uh, animated series that he did on YouTube. Yeah, he also did, I think he had a Warcraft one and an Overwatch one, from Mm -hmm. what I understand. I'm sure he's also done tons of like other animation stuff, but uh, one of the longer standing, more popular ones was a StarCraft uh, one, so they came to him and they said, hey, do you want to just 
do a skin pack remaster for the remaster and he said okay yeah sure so they're putting out a thing it does everything in his style of animation uh it's a cutesy looking little thing Mm -hmm. Uh, i actually really like how it looks in the game i think it looks really well it works really well in in the way it goes um i I haven't played the starcraft one remastered i did play a lot of starcraft originally back when it came out but honestly I, i saw that and i was like I might actually give this a try. I can't imagine it's too graphically intensive at this point. No. I'm sure my laptop can probably run it. Potentially. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it looks cute. It yeah. just kind of looks like Alien Hominid. Yeah, it is a very similar to that style of like Alien Hominid or Super Meat Boy. Yeah. Um, a lot of new, like, retro, retro gameplay, cutesy aesthetic games that like are everywhere now in terms of like little indie games. Right. That's like the first thing I said. I was like, this just looks like every other indie game that yeah. comes out now. It but, does, I mean, but it works well, I think. And like, it, if you like that aesthetic, because you play a lot of those games nowadays, to have that to a classic game that you love and enjoy playing, like, I think that's pretty cool. And I like how they went to somebody that actually is like doing something yeah. prior to that. They just didn't hire somebody randomly and say like, "Hey, random person, do you want to do this?" They Copy actually went that and, guy style, but doing it on your own. Yeah, they actually like got a guy who had already been making yeah. something akin to this at this point. Yeah, so that's a, that's good for that guy too. Mm-hmm. Nice. But yeah, I think it uh, looks quite cutesy. So if you are a fan of StarCraft Remastered, that's coming your way soon? Uh, Do you have a, is there a release date or is that just like out now? Let me check. Do that. Uh, July 10th. July 10th. Yep. So there you go. Be sure it's not the 9th. Could be the 9th. It's the same day as Dr. Mario. <laughs> On the 10th. All right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, one piece of clarification that came about came about this week uh, for Google Stadia is they did confirm that you will be able to change your Stadia name once for free. Uh, they didn't indicate how much they would charge you after that once or if it's once per certain length of time, uh, but they did say that out of the gate to get started, if you do choose your Stadia gamer tag, you will be able to change it once for free, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think Xbox did it where you had you could change it once for free a year. Yeah. And then you every subsequent time, like in that year, if you want to change it again, uh, you had to pay. Um, I I've been using the exact same name for like yeah. all of my things for the last twenty years. <laughs> same, yeah. I still I'm, well, I don't have my same gamer tag. I still have access to it, but I don't use it as much because for a while I forgot my password for like one of my PlayStation Network names. So I just made a new account. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, because it was in the first like year or two of it. Mm-hmm. And then, but I, I then I was able to finally recover it, the old account. So like, I technically have both, but yeah, I don't even even going to Stadia where I can like pick my whole new name and I have the founders pack. So maybe I'll get first dibs. I'm probably just gonna still pick the same name that I don't even really like that much on PlayStation Network. But I mean, I went for mine. I just went. Well, I, I'm just gonna do something that's just my name, yeah. <laughs> and then like something else so that yeah. people can just look at it and go, Joe. Yeah. As opposed to, like, if you're playing something and, like, they're going to be like, hey, Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, well, don't get on my gamer tag. <laughs> not there yet. Uh, yeah, no, but that's the thing. That is weird when someone's like, hey, Red Sox. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's. They're talking to me. Uh, yeah, At least, like, when I'm playing, people me. just go, hey, Joe. And I'm yeah. like, I know they're talking to me. Yeah, yeah, mine doesn't have my name in it either. But people just call me by, like, the last word of my gamer tag. Yeah, whatever is the easiest thing for someone to say. Yeah, people are just like, hey, curse. Yeah, but like, uh, I mean, uh, our friend Skippy, he like used to change his tag like once a year, it seemed like. He would always yeah, change he, his Xbox account. You so name. much money on it. Uh-huh. You can yeah. only change your name tag, uh, gamer tag, once for free. Oh, really? Now, I, was... I think, no, for at the beginning, I think it was you could change it once within a year. and then they No, because I would have recently. done it over and over again because mine was like a carryover. 
sorry, it was a carryover from someone else's console. Mm. And every time I was like, yeah, I want to change it. And they're like, it's $8. And I'm like, I'm not paying $8 for this. Oh, to change a name. Yeah. yeah. But Skippy did like five times. Mm-hmm. All different iterations of his own name. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, sometimes some people just want to change. Yeah. I like, I, I picked one, a good one right off the bat and I stuck with it. I wasn't like, there's no 420s in there. There's no XXs. <laughs> there's no like a bunch of other things. Yeah, lowercase L's that no are supposed to look like lines. of any kind. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to pick something nice, simple, easy, easily identifiable, and I'm just going to stick with it. But I mean, I guess there are good a lot of people, there are a lot of people out there good that for like, you, Joe. Yeah. When they were like twelve years old, they made their first account. Yeah, so I think you made your first gamer tag at a much older age than most people who have gamer tags now. Yeah, gamer and tags. so you make something when you're twelve, and then now you're like twenty two, and yeah. you're looking at it going like, "Oh my god, I'm an idiot." Yeah, I'm trying to think of like old email addresses I had and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I would never want that as my gamer tag now. No, yeah, like I've I've pretty much had more or less the same iteration of my gamer tag since like playing Halo One. Where, like, you had to write a name or whatever when I was playing, like, Halo 1 on LAN. Oh, yeah. So. I was always Penguin. Because <laughs> there was always, like, the, the pre-chosen names. Yeah. For a while, I was Maverick. Uh, goose. <laughs> yeah, that we, there was, like, a Maverick and a Goose. But then another kid was Maverick, so we had a one-on-one battle to, for the naming rights of, of Maverick. <laughs> Who gets to be Maverick? Yeah, and I lost because I didn't, I didn't own the game and I wasn't good at first-person shooters. I'm still not great, but. That was also my laser tag name. It was always Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. It's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good leader tag name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it then. Is there anything that I missed for the lightning round? Not lightning round for this week. Nope. Uh, brief piece of news. Uh, Halo is... Well, don't give the news in your briefs. Put your pants back on. Uh, Boxer Fair News. <laughs> uh, uh, Halo is going to be doing um, betas for like mm. uh, early for 2020 infinite. for yeah. infinite uh which means that it, the game will be on both consoles which was something i was worried about initially now, did they confirm that it's going to be on both consoles because yes. you could do a stress test on xbox one and then it's yeah like... they said that something like they're like we're gonna start rolling out uh signups for betas for the xbox one version of the game or something like oh, okay that. yeah because yeah, that was something you were worried about last week when they confirmed that it would be a launch game for Project Scarlet. Right. So I was like worried because they haven't done that for any other of, the, of their games. No. Nintendo has for their Zelda games. I mean, but... and Sony has as well, but Xbox has never done, like, I guess mostly Nintendo, like uh, Link's Awakening. Or not Link's Awakening. Um, Twilight Princess was on both. I'm trying to think if Sony has done anything <clears throat> for first party games that have been released on both as like a launch game. Uh, God of War 3 was a PS3 game, wasn't it? But it wasn't a PS4 game. It wasn't a PS4 game. God of War 3 is on the PS4. I guess the remastered remastered came out last year. Yeah, it wasn't. uh... Yeah, so I guess really Nintendo's the only one that does it. Yeah, that's the only one I could. I mean, obviously, like Madden's do it, like the sports games do it, but. I completely forgot that Breath of the Wild came out on the Wii U. Yeah, a a friend of mine, that's the only way he's played it. I I I was in GameStop the other day and I saw it on the shelf and I went, like, what the hell is this? Yeah, you thought it was some, like, random thing that. (laughs) It was some sort of thing that I was just like. Yeah, I was like, was this like some sort of collector's edition item that I was unaware of? It no, it just came out on the the, the Wii U. Also, yeah, day and date, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice that it'll be on both because I'm not going to buy an Xbox next box on launch, and I'll like I'll definitely want to play Halo. Yeah, yeah. And like the other Halos chance. have come out at least at, at a time later than when the consoles came out. Like Halo Three came out substantially after the 360 was released. The same thing with Halo Four. So. That's nice. And, I mean, we'll know more about the game next year. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's cool that signups are starting and that they confirmed essentially that yeah. you'll be able to play it. And that's what we kind of had hoped and speculated was that because it's backwards compatible and will be backwards compatible with Xbox One, then you can just bring your Xbox One copy over right. and maybe there'll be some up-res pack or something you right. can buy to make it Scarlet enhanced or something. But still, uh, still pretty cool. Yeah. All right, well, that'll do it then uh, for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, uh, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast, Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know if any games that you were most excited for after E3 did not make the top 10 most pre-ordered games. Uh, if you would get a Switch Mini, uh, what you think about the NHL cover athlete, uh, and whether or not puzzles are an activity or a game, uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn.